Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, and I'm here with my first cup of London Fog. Which wouldn't have made a good domain name anyway, or podcast name. <laughs> but I hope you all have had your first cup of coffee. Uh, today is Monday, January 14th. Hitting the middle week of the month. And, uh... Orias Enchantment is finished. Woohoo! Yes, much rejoicing. Uh, I finished it almost, mostly, mostly on Friday. Uh, all except for the final chapter. And I had gotten up to... <clears throat> I mean, it's the end. It's the denouement. We know what's coming. We know how the story's going to finish. Um... Because I'm not George R. R. Martin. I'm not going to switch it up, you know, and have the story, you know, them go all this way and go to all this trouble to fight the fight and do the deed and then fail. Especially at the end of a book. So all I had to do really was write this final scene, finish it off. And it was Friday afternoon, and I had maybe a 1,000 or 2,000 words to go. And I thought, I am just, if I write it now, it's just going to be rote. And you know, and you guys know, I don't really like writing fight scenes anyway. Oh, it's just going to be boring. And so I thought, well, I'm going to send the book off to my editor as is. She was waiting for it and said she freelances and has a, a day job. I knew that she would like to work on it over the weekend. So I sent it off to her and said, I will send you the final chapter on Sunday or Monday. And, you know, that way she could just sort of paste it in. She can get started on it. And so <clears throat> Saturday I went off to Lyra. Um, it was a little bit of a funny day because we're having so much snow. Uh, it's kind of throwing everything out of whack. And Minerva Spencer and her husband, Mr. Spencer, um, ha live up in Taos. And they have um, not a hugely long driveway, but it's got a little bit of a... When you... They live kind of off of a semi-busy road, kind of... Um, it's not really a highway. It's like a two-lane highway. But it's a former bed and breakfast. It's this huge compound, and it's got a big wall around it. So when you pull in off of the highway, there's this little short piece that you go down, you know, like maybe a car length, if that. Uh, and then these big gates, and you have to open the big gates. And then you drive down a little bit in, and it immediately opens up into this very wide yard area, and that's where she has all of her ducks and her chickens and her geese and the dogs and everything so it's kind of like entering the uh, the wildlife area <laughs> which is why you have to jump out and close the gate again really fast right so they had the cables on the car and they were getting ready to leave on saturday and they needed to take they had a foot of snow in their driveway and they had to kind of take a run at going up that pitch to get through the gates and up onto the road but the um there were so many people coming down the highway there was so much traffic because uh, that goes up to the ski area 
that uh, she was having to stand out there on the highway and kind of, well, first they spent an hour, you know, digging out and tramping down. And then she had to stand up there on the highway and signal for him uh, when it would be safe for him to take a run at it because he'd have to zoom out and pop up onto the, the highway. And for some reason, and she had called me. And so I heard this story later, of course. But, you know, and she said, it took us an hour to get out of our driveway. We're running late. And I said, that's fine. I'll just sit here at the Starbucks and wait for you. And I got to have breakfast with my aunt anyway. She called while we were still having breakfast. So it just sort of took off the time limitations and I was all ready to go. So uh, <laughs> when she arrives, she's wearing white jeans, white jeans and, and super cute, like white snow boots. And I said, this is what you wear <laughs> so you can match the snow. And she's so, so that she's telling me about standing up on this highway and all the dirt up around Taos, um, here too, but even more so up around Taos, is very, very red. And so she said, you know, it was so slushy and so icy, and the um, cars were kicking up all of this red mud. And she was wearing a white coat too. And she's, and so she's waiting up there, waiting to signal Brantley. And she said, this one woman went by and looked at her and just got the most horrified look on her face, like she was like, oh, honey, no. <laughs> But somehow she managed to stay clean. I don't know how, how she did it. So anyway, we got down to um, <clears throat> Lyra quite late. And that's how it goes. But um, we still had a fun day. And then we went out for drinks afterwards with um, author Katie Lane, who is a good friend. And she and I had been trying to get together, well, actually since before Thanksgiving. And we just couldn't make our schedules mesh what with her being down in Albuquerque. And so her husband came along. So only David was missing. It was too bad he couldn't be there. But um, we had a great time. We you know, talked and drank. And uh, Katie and I had lemon drop martinis. Well, that was pretty awesome. And then um, we went to the, the Horse and Angel in Albuquerque. And I liked that. It was very pleasant. And they had the football game on, so that made Katie's husband happy, and I could talk football. Um, and then, so Sunday morning, I was sitting in my most favorite armchair reading and having my London fog and enjoying a snowy Sunday morning in. Because it had started snowing again, I was going to tell um, Minerva and Mr. Spencer that they could spend the night with us Saturday night if they didn't want to have to drive all the way back, but it was supposed to start snowing at 3 a.m. So I was like, eh, better for them to just get on the road and get up there. And sure enough, it did, and, and we got several more inches yesterday. So it was a good day to be tucked inside, and it's very beautiful and picturesque. Um, this morning, we have a lot of tracks in the snow. I posted um, the Bobcat tracks is the photo on the podcast. I think it must be that same bobcat that comes up and sits on our porch sometimes and looks out over the valley, just as I like to do. Um, it's following the same path. There's some other smaller tracks that David's trying to figure out. We think it may be a gray fox. I'm pretty sure that it's not a domestic cat, although it looks kind of similar, um, because we just really don't have any domestic cats wandering the neighborhood or even feral cats. Not that we have seen um, the 
neighbors are fairly spaced out and people really just don't let their cats wander excessively because it's just too dangerous. Um, so the people who are careless enough to do that don't keep their cats long, unfortunately. So I stayed, I was in my armchair enjoying the snowfall and David had built a fire and I knew I needed to get up and write my SFF7 blog. And, you know, it just came to me how I should write that fight scene, what would actually make it interesting. And uh, that was a, a lovely gift. And um, Dorinda Jones, my friend, is always talking about uh, how she'll how the twists will hit her all of a sudden. She'll think of the twist, and she'll be so excited and cackling. And I felt just like her. I don't often think up twists, I don't think. Um, and so, but this was like, oh, oh, I know what will make this fight scene interesting and different and sort of finish the book on a little bit of a different note. And it makes perfect sense. Um, you know, sometimes I think that uh, my subconscious, I don't plan these things, but I think my subconscious does. My subconscious may have known all along that this was going to happen and just chose that moment to tell me. So I hopped up and did my blog post on world building. And then I uh, wrote um, a couple thousand words, finished off that chapter, sent it off to Rebecca. And so now it is done, done, done. And I am thinking since we are, excuse me, since we are mid-month, yeah, I'm, I'm almost positive we'll get that book out by the end of the month. So stay tuned. Um, we'll announce it here. I'll talk about it here. We'll announce it in the newsletter uh, with the buy links once we have those live. And um, yeah, very exciting. So then today I am going to work on Orchid Throne copy edits. Those should be... Um, yeah, I, you can hear me. They should be, I have no idea because I haven't looked. Wish me luck. Wish me straightforward copy edits, non-invasive copy edits. Um, and I'm going to see if I can't just get those done today. We'll, we'll see how it goes. It just really depends. I did have a brilliant idea, a brilliant idea, people, yesterday. Um, yesterday was a good day for brilliant ideas, wasn't it? Um, I was thinking about getting into the copy edits, and I was thinking all I need to do is get past the beginning because it seems like the copy edits are always worse in the first few pages. They're incredibly dense in the first few pages and really very dense in the first few chapters. And by the time you get to the end of the book, uh, you know, sometimes you'll have whole, you know, you'll go pages and pages without an edit. Um, and I think a lot of that is because that's how the copy editor is working. And so they tend to concentrate very densely at the beginning because they're fresh. But also they're getting used to your voice. And I sometimes use sentence fragments. I sometimes have, you know, just a little bit different voice. And and they're also figuring out the language. They're figuring out the words that you're used, you know, like all of the things that you've made up and your twists and so forth. 
when they ask a lot of questions. So it's very different. It's just dense at the beginning. And I thought, okay, you know, all I have to do is get to, to the beginning and it'll go a lot faster. And then it occurred to me, I don't have to start at the beginning. Why not start in the middle, go through to the end, and then go back to the beginning? Uh, and then I'll, you know, because then it'll just be less less onerous feeling. So I'm going to try this. I'm excited about this idea. I think this could be a really great way to do it. So, so yeah, I'm hoping to get through that today. Um, if not, I can, you know, I have time, um, but I would like to get it. I have until the 23rd to send those back. So I, I really do have, a, I could spend all week on it, which I don't want to do. Um, this afternoon, I have a phone call with Agent Sarah. Uh, one of the things I really like about her is she schedules an annual check-in call at the beginning of the year with all of her clients. Um, you know, kind of like a whether you need it or not, ha, ha, ha. But, you know, it's very true because I was on the phone with her just last week talking about some cover stuff. and But we're still, you know, we have a – and she says uh, we have a plan for this call. She asked us to give her a list of things we are thinking of, and I'd been compiling a running list of – strategy stuff and uh and she is so funny because she says that she was putting together like a a planning inspiration book project book for each of her clients with uh goals and ideas um visions for the coming year i know she was working on that with uh her girlfriend's on New Year's Eve, they were working on like the planning inspiration book and everything. And then it turns out she was doing it not just for herself, but for all of her clients. And it makes sense. I mean, it's very smart because our success is her success. So for her to get her career where she wants it, she has to get our careers uh, and, you know, in harmony with that. So, yeah, I think that's really cool. So I'm excited to talk to her this afternoon. And then I'm also going to talk with one of my uh, Sefwa mentees this afternoon to our annual kickoff call. She and I have been, uh, I, I was supposed to talk to her I, I last week and I put her off twice because I was finishing that book and she was very understanding. So we'll, we will not put that off today. We'll get that done today. And then I will go straight into book six of Sorcerer's Moons and get that finished. I've decided it's going to be called Lonan's Reign, as in rain as in a king ringing, R-E-I-G-N. I was recently reading a a book. It's an arc, and so it's an uncorrected proof, and so you have to be forgiving of it. But um, this author keeps saying that somebody's trying to, like, rein in their anger, and spelling it with a G instead of R-E-I-N. And I keep wanting to say, no. <laughs> you know, it's just like, just sort of twitch a little bit when you see that kind of thing. Um, overall, there are not that many errors, but that's a, I think that one's just a um, a misperception. It's just, um, I think this author just doesn't realize it's a different rain. Uh, and it's an, I actually could see that. You know, so so many of these words that come from horse riding from the days when, you know, like chomping at the bit 
and ring it in, that sort of thing. They don't necessarily make intuitive sense anymore unless you've spent a lot of time around horses. And so people move them into um, more familiar terms. So, you know, like ring over your temper in some ways makes more sense than to ring it in. It's a minor mistake, though. And it's really a delightful book. I'm excited to share it with you. I think you all are going to enjoy it a great deal. So, yeah, I think that's all I have to say. At least for today. Um, we're supposed to clear off a bit, but right now it's foggy. Foggy and snowy. So I hope you all are comfortable and warm wherever you may be. I hope you're raring to start a new week. I know that I am. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.